It's your boy Michael Trioteo, and you are listening to the Ghetto Flowers Fresh Flower Podcast. The Fresh Flower Podcast is a bi-weekly underground talk show where we dive into topics that include music, style, pop culture, and all things digital, featuring your favorite artists, designers, and individual voices instilling the TGF mission. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast now and download the official TGF app for insider access to the latest drops, hottest events, and exclusive content that the Ghetto Flower community has to offer. Visit the Ghetto flower.com slash download again that's the getaflower.com slash download now let's get into today's episode yo 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 it's your boy michael trioteo and i'm here with the ghetto flower fresh flower podcast wake up and smell the flowers what's up sway what's good man what's going on y'all it's been a minute it's been a minute since i've been back glad to be back so uh Hell yeah, let's get it. We got a, a real special guest today, Drive Boy. Thank you for coming through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? How we feeling? How we feeling? Hey, man, we're good, man. Uh, you know, pleasure meeting you. I'm sure, you know, this is not your first time doing interviews and podcasts, but I definitely yeah. appreciate you coming Nah, it's there. definitely still new to me. Like, it you is. know, I'm still, I'm still, still doing this, like, it's still kind of different. I'm not used to it all the way. Word, word. Hell yeah. But nah, this, this real chill, so, you know, just thank you for you coming through. But nah, how's, how's life been, man? What you been up to? Man, shit's been lit. I've literally just been focusing, locked in on music, trying to uh, really get into the engineering of stuff. Like, lately I've just been working on my craft and like my sound, personally. Cause like, I'm really trying to push this like, no genre sound. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, not bound to a single like type of genre, but still like, with a little bit of my own flavor. So like, if I hit some rock shit, it's still my flavor. If I hit some like, you know, lit shit is still my flavor. So like, I'm really just trying to like be in my bag of that right now. Just been doing that and shit. Just been focusing on the move to LA. Yeah, meeting a lot of people. You know, just been vibing, bro. Literally just been vibing, going through life like that. For sure. Yeah, it's dope to hear that. You know, you're still working and making making big moves, man. But uh, yeah, no. Let's let's get into a little bit about you know yourself and driver. Like, tell us a little bit about you know your background. And, how you sort of, uh, you know, became, yeah. you know, became driveway. For sure, yeah. I mean, I used to be a dancer first before I started getting really into music. Like, or honestly, it was around like the same time, but like sixth grade, fifth grade, I used to watch all the Step Up movies, like all the time, bro. All the, those movies are so hard to me. Like, I would watch Moose and just be like, damn, bro, it's so raw. Like, have you ever seen Step Up yeah, 3? Yeah, have yeah, you seen yeah, Step Up 3? Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite, bro, when Moose comes in. Uh, I think it's like the it's like the third battle or the second battle. He comes in, he's like he's riding his bike and he like hits like the water pipe yeah, and yeah, the water yeah, like, yeah. and bagging starts coming on and the yeah, like, bro, they just start going crazy. Like I used to replicate that shit all the time with my friends. Like we would be in the basement. My friend he had like a big ass projector and we would just play the songs and we just all be mm, killing shit. And his like parents would like record us and shit. But we used to upload videos on YouTube and shit of us dancing. But his older brother. Uh, he would like come home once in a while, and when he did, he would, you know, turn on FL, like Fruity Loops. Oh, okay. And he would be like, yo, like, come rap some shit, you know, just come do some shit. So I'd be like, all right, bet, like, let's, let's get it. And we would do it, and I'd be the only one in the crib taking it seriously. Like, oh, okay. everyone would be like talking, like, just like messing around, but I'd be like, y'all, come on, we gotta like finish riding, like, riding shit down. Like, all right, I like this, I like this, all right, let me go do this. And it was ass, like, it was bad. Like, I was in fifth grade, but like, I just kept on with it, and like, I started dancing with like the Future Kings a bit, um, performed with them at World of Dance, I think 2019 or 2018, I don't really remember. And like, to be honest, like after, after like the, the um, after we would practice and stuff, like 
I would just like play beats and stuff in the whip and just like freestyle and just do like a bunch of cool stuff. Not saying I was like the best freestyler, but just like trying to get into the rhythm and stuff. And I was like, damn, I'm gonna start writing. Started writing a lot of music. And then like junior year of high school, I, I started recording and I was just like, I'm gonna drop some shit. So I, I started really getting into like music and everything. Cause I always felt with music when I was a kid, you know, like I came from like two different sides. Like my mom would show me like the like really like Mexican music, like corridos and like banda, norteño music, all that stuff. And then my dad would like show me like some like the who, you know, like yeah, yeah. A, a bunch of these, a bunch of these uh, like a Creedence Clearwater Revival, like all those, all those like bands from back in the day. And like, I kind of would listen to them all the time. I'd go to like the library all the time because we didn't have no Wi-Fi at the crib. So I'd go to the library, put on like, I think at the time when I would like hit the library, like motto with Drake and and uh, Wayne was hot. So I, I would just ask that shit in the headphones like, ah, oh, you didn't get it to you. I'm like, yo, this is fire. Like I want to start making like more music. Like I really, I just started getting really inspired right at a young age and just started creating and drop, drop my first song on SoundCloud. It did pretty good. Like enough for me to feel like, okay, I want to keep doing this. Like the, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the reaction, the reaction yeah the reactions i was getting back were good so i was like you know i'm gonna keep doing this started just really taking it serious you know oh, yeah that's dope that's dope how did uh how did like the name driveway come from you know it's a real unique yeah name. yeah okay so to be honest so like there's not really a story bro if i'm being real with you like i'm gonna be i'm gonna just keep it 100 like we were in my friend's room kicking it and we just made the first song, which was Lost, which okay. we dropped on SoundCloud. And I was just like, they're like, damn, you need a name, bro. Everyone's like throwing out weak ass names. And I'd say Driveboy, Driveboy just kind of stuck, bro. Like, I don't, like, for example, like, I don't look at it like Driveboy. I just think about the way it's said, like Driveboy. Like, okay. that, that, you know what I mean? Like, like sonically versus. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, when you think of the word like table, like, you're not like, you know, I don't know. That's a bad example, but like, yeah, it just rolls off the tongue like driveway. Oh, that's driveway. You know what I mean? Originally, I was going to name myself Boy, but I was wearing a super dry bag. You know, super dry, oh, the yeah, brand. And I was like, yo, like, let's just, let's just call it driveway. They're like, all right. I mean, shit, whatever. And I, we just roll, like, we just start rolling with it. And low key, I tried hitting up super dry for a sponsor and we DM'd a couple times, like the official IG of them. Back in the day, but I'm not, I'm gonna have to revisit yeah, that because that would be hard. Like, uh, like, yeah, that would be fine. But that's interesting you say that because like there are some like artists that re really thought out like their name and their mm -hmm. stage name, and then the song is complete opposite. Spectrum. Yeah, like, it just oh, came to me, bro. I don't know, it just came to me, and like people would always joke like, ah. Oh, you dry right now, but like when you get on, you're gonna be wet. I'm like, nah, 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 don't ever say that. Oh, oh, that's dope, though, that's dope. But yeah. nah, so, um, you know, a few weeks back, we actually uh, saw you perform at, uh, you know, Chinatown Festival. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I got how, the how feeling, you know, being able to, you know, get back on stage, you know, after like, you know, being, being kind of locked down during this pandemic and shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, like when COVID was like, I mean, COVID's still a thing, but when it was really like, you know, deep in the roots of what was happening, like, I would like play songs and just jump around the city like, ah, I can't wait to turn up to this shit on stage. So like coming to Chinatown and being blessed with like the opportunity to just perform there in front of people was like great, bro. Like it, it felt amazing. Like I like to say that I'm like a shy person, even though it might not come off that way a lot of times. So like a lot of people, a lot of my friends are like, damn, but like when you hit the stage, you're like a whole different person. But it feels like, cause like 
the stage is where I feel like I'm, I'm really myself. Like this is, that's my job at that point. It's to like really turn the crowd up. And it was great, man. Like the reaction from the crowd, the people even running it, you know, it was just great. I performed um, No Genre, which is out right now on Spotify, Apple Music, all platforms. And we just dropped a music video on my channel, shot by Jack, Jack's Hard as Hell. Um, and yeah, bro, uh, performed that and an unreleased song that I really was curious to how the crowd would take it because it was more in the direction that I'm thinking I'm gonna start going as an artist. It was like more alternative, like the best, way I could describe it because like, I don't like to describe my music with other artists because I like to, you know, really just define as myself. But like, just to give like the audience like a feel, it was more of like some like Brockhampton, Dominic Fike with like, I don't even know, some, and then some like Joey Badass on it. So it was like a mix of like different elements and the crowd fucked with it, you know? Oh, yeah. After the after the show, I had people coming up to me like, yo, like, you were, you were fire, bro. Like, you were damn near the best performer, all this stuff. And I felt good, bro. Like, because I don't like to call myself the best at anything. But, like, when other people say that, it's like, it really makes you feel good. So, like, after the pandemic and finally being able to perform at, like, a place like that. And with those reactions, like, I was like, all right, this is lit. Like, it reminded me. It reminded me of what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Did the, did the pandemic kind of help you get in your bag? Like, you just locked in? Yeah, I'm not going to cap it. Yes. Yes. Bro, if it wasn't for the pandemic, like... For me, it was almost like a blessing in disguise, though. I, I know a lot of others like wouldn't agree with that, you know, but for me, it was like I was able to, you know, get in my bag, really start le like learning how to engineer. And I was on my phone all the time. You know, I was online all the time when I was locked in. So like I was tapping in with like a lot of dope artists. Like uh, I met this kid under Ike. Fire, bro. Such a fire kid. He's from Venezuela. He's so talented, bro. And we got a song that's about to drop in, a, in, a, in like a few months. And I tapped in with him and he low-key like helped me get really want to get into my engineering bag because he engineered himself. So like shout out to Under Ike because he was hard for like all the shit he was doing. So yeah, I met a lot of people, met a lot of connections. And you know, I feel like if it wasn't for the pandemic, I wouldn't have chose the right paths that I'm going on to now. Like I might have never met Amal, you know what I mean? Like so. But hell yeah, kind of uh, switching gears a little bit. You talked about you know some of your you know inspirations from both your, your mom and your dad's side. Um, tell us a little bit more about you know your connection to like the Latin culture and like you know, yeah. as far as, you know making music with you know you said you got a friend from Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So like when I was younger, I didn't care to learn Spanish. I didn't care to like I didn't care to listen to anything that had the Spanish tongue in it. Like I was really like oh, like my mom would drive me. She'd be playing like some music, I'd be like, ma, like, can you just change this, please? You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid, I didn't really like, I didn't really- You had an ear for it. Yeah, I didn't have an ear for it at the time. And I don't think I was just, I just wasn't open-minded at that age. But as I started growing up, like, um, I started like me and my, my uncle, I would always visit in Cali and he would, he, I would work with him at this taco truck, you know? And he would always play, um, oh, I think it was something Fantasma. It was like some some artist from Mexico, and he had this song called uh, "Mi 45, and it's like my forty five, which is like a gun, yeah, yeah. and it was like super fire. Like I would blast that shit in the whip, and like from that, I was like, damn, like I'm actually starting to really like appreciate the culture, because in a sense, like they introduced me to at least the Mexican culture side of stuff, you know, the Hispanic culture, and so I started like really tapping in, started really like learning more about it, and I started wanting to learn more Spanish, because you know my Spanish was all right, but it wasn't the best, and, you know, I'm still improving day by day, 
So like I really just started uh, tapping in with like my mom's side of the family, learning more about the tongue, learning more about the music. And from that, it gave me like, I was like, all right, you know what? I want to start like reaching out, start learning more. How can I create some music like this? You know, some, and not exactly like Mexican style music, but like, cause like, even though that's dope, I don't feel, I feel like I don't have the voice for that. And it didn't hit me as much as like reggaeton did like, bro, you know, that shit just, you feel that, you feel me? So like, I really started tapping in with a lot of like producers and artists started reaching out. Anyone who I thought it was dope, didn't matter if they had a thousand views or a million views, you know, I would still reach out to them because, you know, I just fuck with what I, what I hear, you know what I mean? I don't really care too much about views and stuff. And so from that, like, I met, um, I met Zulia, which is the guy who just produced my new song that just came out, what, yesterday? Extraordinary? Extraordinary, go check that out. Yes, sir, yeah. Crazy song, uh, super talented producer, I met. Zulia, I met this guy named Maux, I met this dude named Sway, I met Underaiki, Daga. Um, I met these two guys from uh, Puerto Rico, Kalo and uh, Norbell. You know, I just started meeting a bunch of people and shout out to Norbell because he's a raw as hell because we got some fire music coming too. And honestly, if it wasn't for Kalo, my friends Kalo and Norbell, I wouldn't have really like tapped into like the reggaeton sound because they helped me. You know, like I would ask him for pointers, like, yo, I'm dropping this song, which is called, I dropped, like my first Spanish song was uh, No Pientas En Mi. Okay. And I was like, yo, I'm dropping this song, like, what do y'all think? They helped me form it a bit, you know, like, yo, tweak this, tweak this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some of the slang that we use over here, all this stuff. And so I started really just getting in my bag like that. Started flying out to Miami to visit them, started recording with them, started working with them. That video is doing numbers. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, and Chin Chin shot that. Chin Chin is super talented. He's worked, he's working with like the Holiday right now, some other people. Chin Chin is mad talented, so shout out to Chin Chin. Yeah, we're gonna have some more stuff coming out soon. But yeah, bro, as like that that Spanish shit is really like starting to really reside in me. Like, yeah, yeah. get back I, to your roots. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, like, that Spanish scene is coming into play. Like, oh yeah. yeah, right now I know, especially in the city, like. There's hella like Corrido songs coming out. Yeah, Corrido Tumbao. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I fuck with more reggaeton. I'm Puerto Rican, so like, that side of shit is like, that's my shit. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Being like full Puerto Rican, you know, we never listen to like the Mexican side of shit. So like, when we hear it, it's like weird to us. But now, like, I've been hearing like that new school, like, you know, everybody bringing their own. Like, Nathanael and them. Yeah, they're killing it. So then at that point, now it's like, no, that's a fact. That's a fact, bro. And like, it's so funny that you say that because, like, bro, like, my uncles and like my aunts and shit, like, whenever we had like, like a year ago, we had like a family party. And that was around the time where like El Drip came out by Nathaniel. And like, I was blasting that shit. Like, that shit was different. It was like, bro, the best way I could describe it is like, my uncles and aunts and them were like, all right, we listen to Tupac. And we were like, all right, we listen to Uzi and Cardi. So like for them it was that, but in 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 a different type of way. And so they were like, man, turn this shit off, man. Let's get let's listen to some of the old hits. I'm like, nah, this shit is raw, y'all. You guys are tweaking, but nah, yeah, that's how it is now, bro. I feel like that's that's always gonna happen, though, bro. You know, each generation is really gonna feel like their music was the best. Like that's always gonna happen, you know. Also, I wanted to bring up as well, like when you mentioned, like no genre was you know a song that you dropped not too long ago. How is it for you as an artist, like, you know, because I'm going to be honest with you, my, my perception of you is like, you know, an artist that's kind of like 
poppy, kind of rocky, kind of mm. like rappy as well. Yeah. Um, so you know, you can't really put a put a name on it. Right, so right. This non like no genre. How did that begin? And I guess like, what do you want your fans to see, and what does that mean? To yeah. You? So like, honestly, bro, I just think I started taking an inspiration from a lot of different things. Like I said, grew up from two different sides of like stuff. So I, I like started taking in a lot of different type of music. And I feel like personally, like I'm inspired every day. Like, it, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like if I see someone on the street playing the saxophone, I'm the type of person to be like, damn, I want to buy a saxophone and learn that shit and add it to a beat. And so you know what I mean. So like, I don't know. I kind I kind of just want to give off a message that like, like, like this is the new wave. Like I feel like back in the day, like all right, you listen to Katy Perry for example. Like back in the day, she was a pop hit. You know, like whatever she was, and you're like, all right, she. She's pop, 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 pop. You see Eminem, rap, yeah. rap, 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 rap. And now it's just like, there's, I knew like in, in those labels, there's like, you know, there's stuff you can't do and you stuff you can do. And like the label's gonna tell you, nah, we're not doing this, we're doing this. Yeah. But like now I feel like it's becoming more like uh, easy to like, just do what you wanna do. But a lot of people are afraid to take that chance. It's like, I look up to X a lot cause X was on that safe wave. Like he was on that. Hardcore shit, that sad shit, the rock shit, bro. He's on everything. So like, and I fuck with that message a lot, bro. And that's kind of the message I'm trying to just carry on. It's like, yo, just do what you want to do, bro. Like, don't let anybody confine you and tell you what you are. Like, don't let anyone tell you, oh, you just a rapper. Like, no, like, it isn't shit for you to take singing lessons for three months and start getting in your singing bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's what I'm trying to be on, bro. Like, pick up a different instrument each day and learn that shit. You don't got to be the best at it, but as long as you feel like, as long as you feel like you're doing something towards your music and you're happy with that, bro, that's all that matters. Because I feel like a lot of times people take, people try to impress people that honestly, like, they don't understand that, like, those people don't really, aren't looking to be impressed. Like, they're just like, they're just looking for something that sounds good. You know what I mean? So... That's kind of the message I'm just trying to give people is just like, yeah, no genre, bro. Like, no genre was like the first song I kind of dropped with that like weird flow. And like, that was like, oh, yeah, well, like, what genre am I? I'm gonna just talk my shit on this track real quick. Like, cause I just made some, something, something different. I'm gonna make something different again. Like, I'm gonna just keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and just keep giving them something new to, new to hear. That way, like, also, I'm looking at it in a way like, I wanna attract the world, bro. I wanna attract the world, like, like, I want to be, like, I only see myself, I see myself as a superstar, bro. Like, when I, like, I don't see myself as anything less, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I really, I, I want to hold myself to a high standard as much as possible. So I feel like by making one genre, I'm not doing myself that service. Like, I'm doing myself a disservice. Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I commend you for that because that's really and truly what makes you, like, an artist. You're not just a rapper. You're not just a singer. You're really, like, an all-encompassing you know, even the way you dress is an expression of your art. Yeah. Let's, let's get into your fit real quick. So, so talk about your fit. Like, yeah, so. What's, what's going on in your mind when you fit this on? I love, I love the J's, by the way. Shit, yeah, so. Uh, low key, this is from an old video shoot I shot that's not even out yet. That's another thing, bro. I got hella videos that are shot okay. and almost done being edited. Like, I'll be honest, like, probably like five or six that are like just shot and edited, just waiting, like, yeah, just waiting. Literally, literally just waiting in the vault and each again, different genres, bro. But like, so I got some Doc Martens on. Always been fucking with Doc Martens. And then these jeans were custom made by, damn, I always forget his name, bro. My bad, bro, if you're watching this. But he's from LA and he does custom jeans and he did these like bra ass jeans, bro. I fuck with them because like low key, I had these bell bottoms, right? I really fucked with these bell bottoms. I went to this vintage shop in Nashville, but this shorty that I was fucking with at the time, 
went crazy and fucking like stole them bitches and never gave them back, cut them up, like got rid of them. I almost probably just threw them bitches in the fire and I was pissed, bro. So I was like, yo, I'm looking for some jeans that are kind of like bell bottom still because I want to give that like style. I want to just do what I want to do. So like, bro made me these. I got this BB Simmons belt. It's fire. I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy. I just like, I like giving like a little flashback. I like like looking like, all right, he looks like he could be from like the 90s, but also like from, from you know what I mean, for right now. Uh, this is the Chinatown shirt they gave me at the Chinatown Fest. Shout out to Christine. Shout out to Jargon. Uh, you guys really, uh, and uh, Shifu, I think that's his name. Yeah, shout out to all of y'all for, for putting on and helping me out with, with the performance and everything. Um, I just got these glasses, Saint Laurent. Okay. Chill. But these are prescription because I can't see for shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got bad glasses. But like, I feel like, all right, if I'm if I'm gonna rock some glasses all the time, they better be raw. So I was like, let me get these. Yeah. But yeah, and then just a chain, you know, just some 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 light shit. I had a jacket, but it's too hot to wear a jacket right now. That's hot. So yeah. Not shit, uh, you know, just to wrap things up, you know, what what can we expect from you in the, in the coming weeks, months, you know, what's some of your goals moving forward? Man, you can expect a lot. So we got we got the we just did the extraordinary uh, live stream. Okay. Uh, we did that yesterday night with Brian, and um, we're gonna pick the winner of the contest. There's three winners. We got first place, second place, and third place, each with cash prizes. And uh, we think we got first place. We think we know who first place is. The video is gonna be dropping this week. Um, what is it? October October second today. Yeah, 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 yeah. October second. So probably probably the fourth or the fifth. The video is gonna be out and ready for people to watch. It's gonna be crazy. We the submissions were nuts. Literally crazy. It's like just crazy as hell. And um, for the future, honestly, man. Y'all can expect a lot of different music. I can't even tell you because I don't even know what I'm expecting. You know what I mean? I'm expecting a level up, but also just like a lot of new music, a lot of collaborations with some talented artists that are my friends and some producers, you know what I mean? And really just just get ready for this like, for this takeover. That's what I want them to know is to get ready for the takeover because it's going to be crazy. It's going to be good. Lit, lit. Hey man, what you hear to hear first? Shout out very special guest driver, man. Appreciate you coming through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Love. back. But yeah, it's the Fresh Fowler Podcast, and we out. Peace. I said peace to the microphone.